0: Welcome back to Adult Conversations by Blue This is your host Blue Ridley And um, this is episode 52 We are in season 4 And I am here to bring you some new um, educational topics about kink Mostly black kink um, A little bit of Caucasian kink a little bit of fetishes, a little bit of dominance, submission, masochism, sadism, whatever your kink is, I am here to bring you that kinky pleasure of knowledge. And I am glad to be starting a new season. It is 2021 and we are in a new year. We have survived 2020. Um, We have a new president that's coming elect president biden i don't do politics on here um i don't do religion on here either but you know it's all fun and games when you want to role play so let's get into um the first part of the podcast um this is the house cleaning um i have not house cleaned in a long time you guys know i just dropped um the end of year podcast episode. um, I talked about what I had going on with me, why I took such a long break and why I decided to come back and give you guys a new season as well as change up some things. So we have gotten technical. Now, when I first started the podcast, I was so not technical at all. I didn't have the setup I have now. I have a great quality mic that tunes out sound in the background so i can give you guys my undivided attention we got the computer going um For the last two years, I was relying on my iPhone. She's a ride or die, and she was being recorded on the Anchor FM app. I still record now, but I'm transitioning into something different and learning about rebuilding the podcast. So, this episode, uh, we're gonna talk about basics, and um, I'm kind of introducing you to some things that's going on in the podcast and what the podcast is gonna look like soon. So, First things first, house cleaning. Um, a lot has happened. A lot is about to happen. Um, I'm enjoying my relationship. You know that we are doing a lot better. Um, we're growing, we're loving, we're. We're enjoying that and um, it's time to kick it up a notch. It's 2021. Um, we can't go outside. Outside is closed for most of us. Uh, we have to social distance. So I think most of what's going to happen in the coming months of 2021 is that we're actually going to kink at home. And so I felt that I would introduce some things that you two could also do at home since you're social distancing and so forth. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what house cleaning is all about today. Um, so we're going to have some new segments in the podcast. One of the segments I wanted to do was the kink fact of the day. Like, um, what's a fact about kink? And then we get into my topic for the day. Uh, we're going to do some social media minutes and we're going to wrap up about some things that's going on in social media and those out there who needs to either get involved because right now that's basically what helps us is to stay relevant. Um, and then I'll give at the end a couple shout outs to some of the kinky patrons that I follow on my social media platforms who I think you guys may be interested in following um, because they do different types of kink and maybe if you're looking to get into other kinks, maybe they can um, help you um, look You know, look into those kinks. So let's get right into the kink fact of the day. And the kink fact of the day kind of works with our um, actual topic today. So the kink fact of the day is feminization um some of you know it as sissification where a submissive male traditionally has female attributes um and this is brought to you by kinkley.com i will leave the website in the show notes if you want to read more about it but what kinkley says the definition of feminization is a type of role play that involves imposing traditionally female attributes onto a submissive male partner this is often used with female dominance. Feminization is typically achieved through cross-dressing. The submissive male partner wears traditionally female clothing. It may also involve an adoption of traditionally feminine behaviors and mannerism. Although feminization can be achieved by the submissive male partner dressing in traditional female clothing, men who enjoy being feminized should not be confused with cross-dressers because their submission is key to their transformation. The men who participate in feminization are not wearing women's clothing simply because they enjoy the feel of the clothing as cross-dressers do. They enjoy being made to transform and become submissive to their dominant partner. So that's definition kinkly gives now we jump into our topic of the day and more in depth kinkly explains feminization um and we kind of talk about all kinds of feminization now when i first got into kink and i started using fat life i noticed that a lot of the people who request to follow me or request to be my friends were cross-dressers um or you know they, they had um, feminization qualities because I think when you put up that you're a mistress or a goddess and you are into cock and ball torture or you're into pegging a man or your kink is like dominating a man I think that's the the tribe that you connect with you they they gravitate to you because they're looking for someone like you who will accept them and i i remember um the first guy i met um he is a roofer i believe i spoke about him in an episode way way back in the day when we first got on here um he's a roofer and he actually dresses like a woman in the privacy of his home um but he likes he's not a cross dresser He just likes the, I guess, the feel of women clothing. He's not trying to transition into a transgender or trans identity, Um, and so that's what he did. He liked to dress up in women women clothing for his partner, and so that's how I um, started looking into it. Because I will tell you this, when I first um, taught about being dominant to a man, my thing was I don't want him to dress up in women clothing because that's not my turn on. And so, you know, I was shaming that kink. And you know, here on the podcast, we do not shame any kinks. But in the beginning, I was young. I was fresh. I was I was thinking that I had to do all these things that everybody else did. And so I believe that it was bad. It was a taboo. It was like, ooh, that's gay or that's this. This was my own thinking. And I was very um, uneducated at the time because... I was rejecting someone else's kink. But as I got to learn about some things, I realized that you know, even though it's not my kink, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. And so what you what we do is when we transition into these things, we want to learn more about different types of kinks and if a guy comes to you for instance you're started dating a guy and he wants you to dominate him and he says oh I'd like to dress up in women clothing for you you need to understand as the dominance what what he gets out of it and what he's trying to achieve and so um feminized men they typically wear traditional female wear panties bras um underwear under their clothing they could have on their jeans their shirt and they have a bra underneath or panties underneath um you know most of them wear makeup and nail polish um sometimes they you know change their hair um i know that the sub at the club he likes to change his hair in different colors he will he wears nail polish he does not dress in women clothing he dresses in a lot of leather dresses and that kind of thing. I guess that could be a part of women clothing because he wears skirts and dresses and that type of stuff. Um, Think of feminization as costume play um, because it's very common for submissive feminine types to dress as like schoolgirls or French maids or secretaries. That kind of thing is like they associate it with a fantasy, a fetish. And so what you want to realize is that If your needs and desire is to do this, you want to make sure that you communicate this to your mistress, that this is what you want to do. Also, maybe the mistress might turn around and actually tell you this is what they want. Um, Dominant partners often feminize their submissive male partners. Oftentimes. And so, you know that's something that you want to happen. You want that person to do those things for you and so that's the thing that you're looking at. You're like, oh my God, I really wanna do this and this is what I wanna do. So that's what happened in that department. And so for example, If a guy comes to me as a submissive and he wants to be fem and I want to feminize him, I will change his name. So these are the structures you do. So his name could be Brian. And then when he comes to me, he will only answer to Michelle or Daphne when he is in my presence. And it's just a feminization where I call you good girl. You're a slut. You're a whore. You're a bad girl. You know, I female you, I make you become feminine in the scene, in the presence. Um, one, uh, note to know is that feminization of men is also coupled with punishment such as spanking, um, making sure that they fully cooperate in all the things that you ask them to do um in addition to any kind of punishment the male partner is always made to beg for you to end his feminization so you can't you got to transition him out of it because he's in his headspace. he's in that space where you're you're training him you're making him into this feminine creature and at the end, when it's over, the goal at the end is for you to um, tell him, beg for you to stop calling him Michelle or stop stop making me feel like a woman. And that's what you do. And so that's what feminization is. Now what we're going to talk about is how to get a, a, a scene going in a fem. Fem, feminization or a female dominance situation, um, like a how to kind of thing. Um, I believe that most of the time when I do meet guys that want, I, I notice a lot of guys, a lot, a lot. When I say a lot, I'm not talking about four or whatever. I'm talking about a lot of men from the ages of 20 all the way to maybe 80, who have that tendency they want it so much because they're not getting it at home and i also find that a lot of those men are doing it behind closed doors where no one else does it and so they want to feel comfortable when they come in contact with a woman who is actually going to dominate them and give them those pleasures um so that is something that i find fascinating because you want you want your dominant to get you want your submissive um to get the things that you want to get out of what they're seeking so um today i had a session it was brief it was a drop-in session one of my friends called and actually texted me and said hey i need your um i need your advice i have this guy and he is um going to he wants me to cause him pain i'm not a pain person and i kind of talk her through ways of introducing pain into the relationship with him and so i felt like you know what even though the topic is forced feminization today i felt like i'll introduce that into the um fun facts of the day of how to do something like that when you meet a partner because it's also like feminization is being asked for by the person and so you your goal is to create a scene that they will like, you know? So it's kind of like, "Oh, how do I give that person what they want and they desire but at the same time what I want as a feminine person, a dominant person to give them. So let me, let me break this down for you. So what I realized a lot, and I think education is very key to this whole lifestyle is because it's a revolving door. It's not a, it's not a one tracks thing it's the track switches up in between the lifestyle as you grow with the lifestyle as you change with the lifestyle um if you are a femdom or a woman looking to dominate a man i am a proud believer that even though it's their kink and it's not your kink does not necessarily mean you can't get something out of it and i think we get so confused because we're in our minds, what the world is telling us and what all the the books out there are telling us is um, we are, we're to whip him, we're to be bondage. We're supposed to give him, be submissive. We're supposed to dominate him. But they don't tell you how to do it step by step, where to start, how to do that. And I realize a lot of the questions that I get asked is, how do I start? How does my wife start to be? in female domination that kind of thing right that's what i get a lot so she wanted to know how does she give him what he needs and still find her way of getting off because she's not one to cause pain but she met a person who likes pain and so this is where you as a dominant have to know your limits as well as theirs because that's the reason why we have hard and soft limits, right? Isn't that what it is? We we set those limits right off the bat. We set our soft limits and we set our hard limits when we meet and we negotiate between partners and play. And so I believe that somewhere along the lines, this gets lost in translation. This right here, hard limits, soft limits, and that, that kind of gets warped a little bit because Truthfully, in the beginning stages, we falter so much. We falter to the point where we're actually sitting down and we're guessing what they want instead of doing things Getting the hard limits, negotiating how play should be, and then we go from there. So, negotiating how play should be is you set your hard limits, you set your soft limits, and then you set your um, safe words. Safe words are great. You can have red, yellow, and green. Those are the basic safe words that we see most of the time mentioned in BDSM. Um, but you could choose whatever wording you want and stick with that. And you know, when you use that, it's too much. So in order to introduce a certain thing into your, um, scene, you need to start off slow and build it up. So she wanted ideas and I, here are some of the ideas I kind of gave her. He told her his hard limit was no blood drawn. Right. He doesn't want any blood drawn, which is great. Soft limit. He will take any type of pain as long as no blood is seen. So she's never seen like this. She's not as sadistic as I am. She's not. I like to draw blood and I like to be mean and vicious, but she's not as vicious as I am. So, you know, I had to find ways to help her get to this scene so she could create this scene for him so i told her that since this is new start off with five items it's a five item scene and your 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 idea as the dominant is to take control of the scene and try to find somewhere where you get your pleasures as you're doing this to him So so because her thoughts is, I want to give him these things, but then what do I get out of it? And I believe that what you get out of it is the fact that you're dominating him, the fact that he's begging you to um, help him release that brattiness. Because she said her concern was um, he was bratty. He was starting to be bratty, and she needed to figure out ways of curbing that brattiness. And I was like, it's great. When, When it comes to brattiness, Think of it as like kids and and parents. When a kid misbehaves and becomes bratty, you take away something that they love that they don't, that they will miss. And so you take, it's always about taking away. That's the punishment. So you have to realize that in the submissive male, he wants to be punished. It's just how you're going to punish him that leads up to that pleasure that he gets after the play is done. So my five items I had for her was rope um and i had rope and i told her it had to be a very rough texture um i had binder clips i had ice i had wax and these are basic and i said because this is new to him and this is also new to her so i started with the basics and whatnot and then i also got gave her a wooden spatula and so these things are items that you can introduce you find them in your house you might not have rope in your house laying around i have rope um binder clips i have binder clips everyone's working from home and if you don't the doll store sell these things You have ice, even if you don't have ice cubes somewhere, just put something in the refrigerator and make some ice cubes. And one of the things that that we talked about was introducing different levels of pain. You don't know what your submissive wants as far as pain. You don't know how their pain tolerance is. You don't know where their threshold is. The goal is to make sure that they don't use their safe word because if they use their safe word, that means you are doing something that is not for them and you have to stop and you'll probably never be able to do that again because some people get triggered by that and they don't want to actually get involved in doing that again so you know that's just what it is so you know you can interchange these and make it a game I always feel like um, for beginners, I think to learn is to gain, to make it a game, make it known where people are actually, like, gaming and, and introduce the game. You could introduce a card game. You can introduce any kind of games. That way you can change out the pain pressure that you're about to give that person. Um, and so you do that, you know. You, you introduce that into the scene, and then that allows you to know, Oh, great. That was a wonderful scene. And then afterwards, here's the thing there's subspace not everyone goes into subspace but if they do go into subspace you have to be able to know how to bring them down from that subspace which is either like putting a blanket on them or cuddling or soothing them with words of um, encouragement or saying things like you did a really great job good girls you're you're a really great slut you're a really great whore like those are the things that you want to always add good to it because that's how you're making them feel like they just accomplished something great with you and that's and that's what the the whole scene is right Um, and so you go from there and I like that I think that that helps you engage more and learning how things are with the with your partner or the person that you're seeing it with now These are just the basic things. Like for a scene, she just randomly popped in and I gave her something right off the top that I could come up with so that, you know, she can go ahead and work those out with him, negotiate whether this is hard limit or soft limit for him, and so forth. My thing is I have a problem with um, sub males asking for you to punish them because of some shit that they learned outside in you know something they read i believe that it's a natural thing it's a natural thing and when you brat out i think that's mostly with brats you know they try things so that they could see where how far you could take it with them and i think that's what's happening with her sub is he's trying to see how far she can go because he's not identifying her as dominant as he wants her to be because in his mindset, he believes that every dominant woman should be the same. And they all should wanna do this and they all should wanna do that. They all should wanna thank me. They all should wanna see me naked. They all should wanna see me kneeling for them. It's like, it's a preconceived notion that every mistress or goddess is gonna be the same way. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the way it is. Everyone is different. Everyone's going to approach their dominance and submission differently. Everyone's going to approach their scenes differently. It's, and it all begins in that negotiation factor of the, the situation. It's, I have to prepare you to get to that devious mindset or how far I can push you. There's, there's so many people that you meet that they automatically say oh yeah i'm a dominant i'm a, I'm a female domination i can do this I'm, I'm a dominatrix i can hurt him i can do that why is it that you feel like hurt has to come into play when hurt isn't it's just it's not what it is it's not about damaging that person so that that person will never continue to enjoy this pleasure what it truly is about is is actually elevating and honing in on some hidden skills and sets that these people want to share um and stuff like that so i feel like at the end of the day don't come in thinking that you know this is what we have to do to get someone to be um you know kinky or into the lifestyle so That is all I have for today's topic about feminization. um, Learning about it, what it is. Just not learning about it technically, but understanding where it comes from. And if that's something you desire, how to go about getting it and how to introduce it into your household. Um, So I want to do the next segment. Let's get into the next segment. And this one's going to be sex tip of the day. And I was thinking that let's talk about five ways to add heat to long distance love affairs. That's a sex tip of the day because we are in quarantine and, you know, most of the time we are probably doing virtual sessions. We're doing virtual. If we're out there, we can't go out to clubs and meet. We can't meet on Fat Life. And if we meet on Fat Life, we're probably doing a lot of online um, chatting. So, if you are in a long distance relationship, here are some tips that you can um, spice up during the long distance process to bring intimacy into the relationship. So, since there are travel restrictions, Here's what we can do. If you both want to commit to doing tasks and is willing to put in the effort to kind of keep the spark alive until you guys are together, here's something that I want you guys to do. If you have a partner and they are in another state, another country, whatever, and you guys have found a connection, introduce the daily task. you know, Write a nice note, a nice text message in the morning. Um, You know, send pictures, kind of chat throughout the day. Um, Do some kind of emotional, like check in with each other. You know, talk about stuff. Um, You could always use an app-enabled sex toy. Could be a suction vibrator for the woman or a vibrating cock ring for the man and both of you can actually lay in bed on the phone and have play. So that is my sex tip of the day. You know, include the phone sex in there, get get in there. You can always video sex they got zoom they got skype they got facetime any visual platform that you're willing to be on especially if you're not catfishing i suggest you don't catfish babies but if you are catfishing get out get out the box get out the box but use these things to help you um you know kind of do something now here's an old old thing that I never thought I would say, but write a love letter. An old-fashioned handwritten love letter delivered in the mail is really intimate for partners because you get to see each other's handwriting and you also physically touch the paper that the other person touched and you just kind of do that. That's Now, that's on the romantic side because I know some of you feel like kink should never be romantic, but I'm here to tell you that's bullshit um another thing that you could tom could possibly do is talk about love languages um i i think that one of the reasons when why i got into it was the lifestyle was because i did not get my love language fulfilled i am actually getting it fulfilled in this relationship you guys know i'm a service um person i love my subs to be very service oriented and so my love language is acts of service and so I want someone to cater to my needs um, whether it be rubbing my feet after a long day or rubbing my shoulders or putting lotion on my back after I came out of the the shower Um, you know and that sort of thing so to leave you with that fact of the day is how to spice things up if you're in a long distance relationship distance does make the heart go fonder um in reality even though you're away from your partner you can get very lonely and so you have to become creative and i believe that with the quarantine and social distancing it's all about devotion and maybe taking that extra step to enable that the long distance still stay alive um you could send each other like you know gifts in the mail and it could be sexually oriented gifts he can buy you sex toys or you know underwear or whatever your heart desire i think those are some of the things that you guys could get into and that will help with you passing the time until you are able to get to each other in person so that is the end of that segment so social media minute this is what i'm gonna do and talk about some social media stuff because i believe a lot of my followers who i do believe are in my age range um they're not tech savvy probably or they might be so you know tumblr has decreased it's gone it's in that way 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 back machine uh, we no longer have tumblr where we could see so much sex out there and We can have people that are like-minded and sharing thoughts and ideas and scenes and seeing how others' dominance is being played out. So there's no more Tumblr for that. Now, Twitter. Here's my social media minute for you guys out there that's listening. If you want to get involved in a lot more kink and learning and seeing things firsthand and seeing how things are working, I suggest you get on Twitter. Create your Twitter account. Have an Instagram. I think Instagram has really changed recently with their, um, you know, their position on certain things, their rules and regulations. I don't know the original term of it. I think Instagram has actually gone and done something towards that extent. So, in doing so... there's a lot of no skin on Instagram. You know, you get reported, they take your picture down. But if you want skin, I find that they dis- they they did away with Twitter after that and said Tw- Twitter nakedness 24-7. Because let me tell you something, when I scroll down, I see so much ass and so much dicks and so much titties, and they're beautiful. They're absolutely amazing. I f- want to shout out a person on Twitter who I follow. I recently started following him. His name is Solomon Abrams, and he is a rope guy, and I'm fascinated by rope. I have not had a lot of training with rope. I started to do it right before the pandemic, and you know, the person that I was trying to learn from, he ended up moving away. He's not that far away, but he moved away to another city, and so I wasn't able to do Um, you know as much rope play so but I found Solomon randomly someone retweeted him and I saw him and I was like you know what oh wow he has a really great um, rope stuff and he is black he's African American and he um, showcased how King comes into play in the African community, and I love it in the African American community. And so I love to actually see some of the things he posts. And so I think you should check him out. So he's one of mine that I wish you guys would check out and who to follow. He's one of the who to follow people on um, Twitter. If you are black and you're looking for someone who is in the the lifestyle into that part there's also king noir um i don't follow him on twitter but i do follow him on instagram he is very popular in the bdsm community for african americans and he's been on several shows i think he's been in several magazines he goes to all those events and so maybe you should check him out king noir um another thing is discord discord has been kind of like the new Tumblr. So we don't have Tumblr, we can't do much. So this card is kind of a app that has like rooms and you can go in and you can create different types of rooms. You could create um not safe for work rooms and you could create safe for work rooms um and you build that community. So when the um quarantine happened and the dungeon had to shut down they actually created their discord page and you know we they added the people that who um are members of the club into that as well and what they did was they created rooms for all the events that they normally have at the club so there's a femdom room and there's a Down event it's virtual it's on zoom there's no men allowed it's all dominant women who want to talk to each other bounce ideas off of each other talk about scenes talk about things learning and that kind of thing and i love it i enjoy that it's a very interactive thing uh, you get your wine you sit down on your zoom and you talk to the girls and you get to see people that you haven't seen in person but you can talk about stuff with them. And so I love Discord for that. I have my own personal room for subs. Um, I, I've i limited so there's no more entry into that room. Because um, I can only keep up with so much to talk to people. I have a guy he lives in, um, I think it's either Abu Dhabi or one of those places. And yeah, we we, we talk back and forth. Now a new interactive that is coming out it's called clubhouse it is in the beta form so it's only exclusive to certain people you need an invite to invite someone it's the room now i i'm probably aging myself i'm 42 i don't give a shit. i i'll say i'm 42 whatever um but what i realized is clubhouse reminds me of pal talk when the internet first came out and they had rooms Pal Talk was the number one place that I would get on and talk to people all over the world. You hook your mic up and you talk to people in different rooms. You talk about sex, you see pictures, all that. I believe that Clubhouse is kind of geared towards like that Pal Talk, but it's a softer Pal, pal Talk, if you'd get my drift. Um, so when they do approach the um, pro where they can give out, you know, go go live and everyone gets to go on um, Clubhouse, I am actually going to create a room for knots safe for work content and hopefully people will join me and we'll have discussions about kink interactively so I definitely want you to stay tuned look out for that and if you want to know any information come on over to Twitter I can't express that as much come on over to Twitter this is where it's happening at on Twitter you got to get involved in Twitter because right now we're social distancing and to have human interaction if you don't have a partner at home Twitter and all these other internet sites are gonna help you learn and open up your eyes to some of the things that you could possibly do at home with with your partner. And so I think that you know that's something that you should think about doing. I hope that's that's something you want to do. And that's it. So that was a lot, guys. That was so much information I just packed in the episode. But we are winding down to the last bits of the episode. I promise you guys, I will give you more than 20 minutes. Um, There are going to be some episodes where I'm going to give you 20 minutes. I might come on and give you an episode for 10 minutes. And it could be just a fun fact. Something that I feel like you need to know right there and then. We do not have a schedule for the podcast. We don't. We don't have a day for the podcast. I don't know when the podcast will come. Um, But I do know that I will try to... Figure something out soon so that you guys know. But if you're following, that's why you need to subscribe to the podcast because as soon as I drop it, you're the first to know. It pops up on your notification and it says adult conversation. Just recorded a new podcast episode and boom there you go you get first hand of it patreon what's up? what's about patreon patreon i haven't done much with patreon i actually need to figure out how to get that going because um i want to do bonus content and when i say bonus content is i may have a conversation on the phone do an interview with someone Record it and put it on um, Patreon with their consent. I do have a recording of today's session. I do do a couple of, um, recordings. I have one where we talked about her and her submissive. I'm not gonna put it out on Patreon as yet. But we'll talk about it more as we go along. I will figure Patreon out. Don't worry about it. I'm not here to charge you anything. I love doing this podcast. Hopefully I can get sponsorship so that I can do more. I remember I told you guys that I wanted to get a very good mic and Mr. big surprise me and got me a beautiful mic for my um, Christmas. And so you guys have to thank him because he's the one who is making this podcast become where I need it to be. I am actually rebranding the podcast. I'm enjoying the fact that I'm rebranding it. Um, And hopefully this was something that you guys found interesting and that you like what the new content will be looking like in the near future. Um, This was a rough draft and eventually um, I'll get the hang of it and kind of break down the segments in the in the podcast in a way that it flows but i think it was a pretty good um episode today don't forget if you want to check out more on for feminization um go on over to kinkly and kind of do your own research online i'm sure that some people on here who are listening are actually part of that kink so yeah um so Once again, thank you for listening to Adult Conversation. This is your lovely, beautiful, dark chocolate host, Goddess Blue. And I will see you next time. Peace out.